0: Well, welcome to another sunny edition of the What's in the Cup podcast here at Georgia Southwestern State University. I'm always excited to be able to talk about uh, what's happening here at the university and the exciting things happening. The sun's out; it's going to be a beautiful spring weekend with lots of uh, fun stuff to do. And so that always is this is the best time of the year here in Southwest Georgia, as far as I can tell. Um, the fall's fall's great. But the gnats are still kind of hanging they around are. and they are. uh so i love the springtime the march april uh may time it's just a lot of fun and you get to kind of sit outside again and uh, sit on the back porch and watch tv and just enjoy that uh that time so uh good time of the year for us and we're excited to uh, to wrap up the semester i guess we're we're right in the middle of it
1: yeah, midterms, midterms midterm grades in, today
0: today. They, should, they better have been turned in by eight o'clock this morning or Krista's going to get on you. <laughs> That's right. So uh, yeah, students are now nervous. Oh, what are my midterm grades? How am I doing? Am I going to survive? Uh, so uh good time of the year. And then to help us talk about this great time of the year, I'm, I'm happy uh, and excited to introduce and welcome Michelle Ragsdale to our uh, podcast today, Michelle, you uh, you have multiple roles here at the university uh, and yeah. and uh, nursing faculty. And we're going to talk a lot about nursing and, and what you're doing over there. Uh, but you've been on the faculty here how long?
1: I've been here. I started January of 2013.
0: Okay. So you're like an old pro. Uh,
1: getting there. Getting there. That <laughs> had education experience, nursing education experience, yeah. uh, Prior to this.
0: Awesome. Well, we, uh, we're starting a new program in nursing. I guess I I keep saying it's a new program. We're kind of bringing back a program we used to have. Correct. The associate's degree in nursing, and you're taking the lead, uh, in bringing that back to campus and getting it rolling again. So I'm sure that's exciting.
1: It is. Um, we're excited to, uh, get it back. Like you said, rolling, we really need nurses, uh, doing some research, uh, Gosh, there's going to be over a million needs, needs. through the year 2026 with a, I believe a 19 percent occupation increase in occupation rate compared to the 11 percent in other occupations. Wow. So this uh, program is going to give us a little bit of a shorter route to a um, really good job. Yeah. Um, so it it's going to be great for this community. Uh, Fortunately, we have Magnolia Manor yep. and um, the Phoebe, Phoebe Health System yeah. that are really going to help us with our clinical placements. Yep. Um, and looking forward to starting soon.
0: That's great. We're excited. We're going to talk some more about that. You're also the faculty athletic representative. And so we're going to talk a little bit about what that means and yeah. how much time that takes and some of the responsibilities. And your most important responsibility is mm-hmm. you're a mom of you know, one of our students. Absolutely. And so that's a, that's a you know, you've got a very interesting perspective on this institution and uh, we're going to talk about that today. Sounds so, great. Uh, Sounds I'm excited great. to have you here with us and and this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we always start with some student success uh, discussion and, and, and about retention. And so this week, uh, as we've already mentioned, midterm grades are in and so students need to use that benchmark as uh, a pretty good indicator of how they're doing some might be able to say oh i've got this under control i'm in good shape i'll just cruise to the end right right nobody cruises but we know if you got an a now you're at least in pretty good shape and there's going to be a few who are going to say oh i better get my act together and so we always use this time and these midterm grades to kind of make sure everybody knows where they are and starts to develop a plan for how they're gonna get through the end of the semester. And it's important because registration week is coming up at the end of this month, March 28th through April 1st, students will be able to register for their fall classes. And in order to register for your fall classes, you need to go see your advisor take your midterm grades talk about where you are what you're going to pass what you're going to need for your degree and i'm sure you have lots of students that come to you and start talking about those kind of yeah, things
1: we do we have um actually we'll start meeting if anyone's um, borderline and how we feel that um, they can progress so i think they have till next week to drop if they need to if i remember correctly fortunately um, we have a pretty good retention rate once they get um, to us. So there's not many that I have to do a whole lot of counseling with. So um, the um, general studies does a good job of, of getting them to us. And then um, we go from there. So.
0: Well, that's, that's the important thing is that this is a time to check in. Uh, make sure you're talking to your advisor, making sure you're talking with your faculty members. Get a sense of where you are and uh, know what classes you need to register for. I was really bad in school about registering early. I learned as I, you know, as you go along, you learn. Unfortunately, as you get towards your junior and senior year, it's not quite as important to register quickly because you know, in your upper division courses, right? You really, you know, can get what you want or need. Uh, but man, those freshman and sophomore years, you want to get up early, get registered, <laughs> get the classes you want at the times you want with the faculty members you want and um i wish i would have done i wish i would have known that or, or done better at that right um
1: but i know some kids stay up till i think 1201 yeah. and they're waiting yeah
0: i know in that <laughs> and uh, i think last year we had a an, had an event over in uh the new Kane central where uh the on the night before the evening before students could come and and do some do their advising i think for mostly for freshmen but they actually let them register before midnight. Wow! Uh, because uh-huh. they came to the right. event, so right. uh, if if students are really on top of the game, they they will participate in that again. And uh, like I said, make sure they get the classes yes. they want. The the most important thing for me was the time of the day. Right. Uh, I found out real early that a one o'clock afternoon class was terrible for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I wanted to take a nap. <laughs> I could do eight o'clock in the morning. I you know. I may not look good, but I could at least show up, but one o'clock was a killer yeah. for me.
1: Yeah, for us, it was like us getting out to watch a soap opera <laughs> <laughs> on the on, on the dorm floors in, yes. the, in our room. That's what we would do.
0: Don't want to miss <laughs> days of our lives. That would have been a disaster. Oh my goodness. Okay, we've got a couple other items I wanted to make sure we mentioned for employees that are going to be enrolling in summer classes, uh, the TAP program tuition assistance program uh, the applications are due by april the 15th so if you're planning on taking some summer uh, classes make sure that you get that uh, turned in a uh, study abroad we mentioned this last week the study abroad trip to nepal the uh, application deadline has been extended a week to march the 10th so uh, make sure that uh, if you want to go on the trip to nepal that you Uh, do that as well. All right, Michelle, let's talk about the associate's degree in nursing. As I, as I mentioned, this was a degree program that uh, the university had uh, up until uh, we became uh, a a university. And uh, the system approach at that time was that all universities did away with their associate's degrees. And, and so we did. And then over years the system actually let the associate degree schools start to teach bachelor's degrees and through mergers and a variety of things a lot of the universities started to uh, have associate's degrees and for whatever reason Georgia Southwestern just kind of never moved back into that uh, world and so uh, as you mentioned our local community needs more nurses Uh, in our conversations with Phoebe in particular, they th- told us a couple of years ago that they were spending about $25 million more than they needed to because instead of being able to fill their nursing slots with local nurses, they were buying or paying travel, travel nurses $25 million a year. I mean, that is mind blowing to think that your personnel costs are $25 million more than they need to be if you could hire enough local people so we jumped in with them and uh, extended or uh, opened more seats in our bachelor's program and uh, that's certainly been a a good thing for us and now we're moving into the associate's degree and so uh, you're taking that on and tell me what's the difference between uh, what this associates program will do and what the bachelor's program will do. How will that change the dynamic for the students?
1: So, um, nursing is a little different because they take the same board, whether you're an ASN or a BSN, now, there used to be three ways to get to an RN to diploma level, associate degree level and BSN level. Diploma level is pretty much gone now. So the associate degree, um, will take be a six-semester six program, and a BSN degree, of course, is double that um, once they get into to nursing. So with the ASN, it is, like I said, more of a quick route where we're going to focus more on the nursing education and not necessarily the general education core classes. So their core classes are not as many compared. But it's going to provide us also, I have to put a plug in for the Seamless Transition to the bsn BSN, program because a lot of the hospitals are going to want your associate degree nursing nurses to further their education so the associate degree nursing uh, will have a little bit more clinical background they will be when i say that as far as their number of hours uh, we'll look at gosh, 12 hours a week for four semesters, and then the last semester instead of 12, it'll be 16. But they'll have the same, working in critical care, they have the same role as a BSN, other than a little bit more of leadership that they will be lacking with that. And we're, we'll probably incorporate leadership, of course, into some yeah. of our, our classes. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. I started out as an ASN nurse and then went to my BSN, then my MSN. Um, with that and then edd and nursing education so
0: yeah. um, so there's a pathway
1: exactly so. and,
0: and what phoebe told us uh, and i would assume this is true of uh, probably most of the hospitals that if they can get an associate's degree nurse to start working in their hospital they will pay for them to I go will. back and get their bachelor's degree so it's a scho- it's almost a scholarship program uh, they want them to work but they also want to encourage them to keep going with their education so if we can get them in the door and get them into the hospitals to help the hospital. The hospital then will help them continue with us mm-hmm. onto their bachelor's. And they, then, and may, as you say, they could do the, you know, they go on to the master's well, and anything else that they wanted um, to
1: do. And what I foresee with this program is. It's not taken away from the BSN program. I think we're going to see a lot of non-traditional. Yeah. I was a non-traditional when I went back for my ASN degree. I also have a BS in management, mm-hmm. um, but went back. And so I worked and did core classes and would take one nursing course at a time. So I foresee as having some non-traditional students that are looking to get out and get a job really quick. And yeah. so, and then um, again, more traditional, maybe in the BSN program. So yeah.
0: Yeah, It's going to be really interesting. And, and I'm excited because one, we're, we're directly working with our community partners, mm-hmm. helping solve uh, one of their issues, but uh, a broader issue in the community and across the yeah. state. And uh, it opens the door, as you said, for students to, uh, to make their way in. Uh, That may not jump right into the BSN program because of family issues or because they, whatever their situation is.
1: And with the ASN program, we're going to kind of have a holistic admission process. So someone who may not meet all requirements or meet some of the, um, maybe not quite the GPA for a BSN, they can come in and get into that ASN. We're going to have some mentoring programs, some tutoring um, hopefully, pretty sure I've got a local doctor that may help us out some with that. Um, I've already had lots of inquiries. I just see a lot of opportunity to expand as we get further. Uh, LPN to ASN, paramedic to ASN. We can even possibly look at a hybrid um, course, ASN program too sorry dr. Teasley I'm just kind of getting out there but there's a lot of opportunities um, that we can go so we've got my mind goes a thousand times a minute when I think of what all can we can do
0: with this right, us, you right. Know. and and so that you know so the question then becomes how many how many students can we handle right you know what how, what's our capacity
1: so right now we're looking in nursing um, hopefully admit 40 mm. um, and, and we have to have we've already um, got to have two two faculty i will be um as the coordinator i will work some in the asn program some in the bsn program then we'll have to have another asn faculty um and we'll be working in between the programs and as it grows we'll have to get have more faculty sure. we, with that growth
0: and yeah then and the, the way that this should work right is, will, uh, is you get more students they pay more tuition you get right. more state support and then we at the faculty and continue to grow and develop the program. Right. So we've, so at the bachelor's level, we've gone from 40 to, two. to two sessions or two incoming classes, I guess. Mm-hmm. So we went from 40 to 80. 80 correct. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so is there a possibility that the associates program could at some time in the future also have kind of that dual, uh, acceptance or dual enrollment uh, type of deal?
1: It could I don't want uh, we're going to we're going to on admit once a year, you know so That's right. That's right. Um, it will uh, with if we admitted 80, we would have some space issues we would yeah. have to look at And cl- clinical again, Phoebe, uh, there would be some challenges with clinical placement, clinical. although we would know it, we would have it, it would be clinical faculty yeah. um, you know that sometimes is difficult to get, but we we've got plenty of spaces, nobody wants to work 11 to seven anymore um, when Isn't that
0: amazing? <laughs> I mean, this—the uh, clinical part of it is is a challenge, and we know right. that. And I, I understand there's some discussion. Uh, I, you know, in my what I hear obviously is <laughs> not in the in the room. But uh, a couple of years ago, the I think we call them preceptors. Right. Uh, the, the the as you said, the clinical faculty who work with students at one time, they were able to manage or or to take. Ten students.
1: It was ten. Then and it then went to eight. eight. Right now, there is a um, board. It's kind of, I think this voting on pretty soon going back to the one to ten. Yes,
0: yes. Um, and that would open up more slots. Right. Uh, and and so that's the that's what I was right. getting to is I think we're hearing that discussion. We're
1: hearing that through the board, but I can say some of your units cannot handle, handle that, um, and so we are. Even though the board says, okay, we can do one to ten, it really really will depend on the practice partners. But I'm sure Phoebe will accommodate. What we can do is use some specialty units. It's pretty challenging. I've taught clinical. It is challenging on a med surge unit um, to have ten students. Challenging because my personality is I want them to do everything, and I'm exhausted and worried that I've missed something because I want them to get every opportunity. But... um, in my personal opinion, it's usually on the floor. A one to six is a good number. And then the other four, send one to the emergency department, one to critical care, and let them have a preceptor. And the clinical faculty go in and check on them every hour, hour and a half. Yeah. So that would work.
0: Well, we don't, obviously, I don't know how all that works, but I just know that when when uh, legislation or policy restricts opportunity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It makes it very difficult for us to solve the problem. You know, they say we need more nurses, and then they make policy that makes it harder Mm -hmm. to get nurses out. Right. So at least they're thinking about Mm -hmm. opening the door. We have to figure out, you have to figure out, the hospitals have to figure out how do we manage that. Right. But uh, it's at least we're seeing in the state of Georgia, everybody seems to be working towards the same goal, which is let's produce more. More, Right. Uh, So they are. they allowed us to start the associates program or to bring the associates program back. The hospital says, well, we can accommodate more. Now the board is saying, okay, let's open. So, you know, the good news is everybody seems to be aware of the issue and working toward uh, a good solution. So we're excited that you're gonna run this program. Uh, Obviously you've got plans and ideas and and, uh, our job here at the university is to just make sure you have all the resources that you need uh to uh to be successful uh we've we've i think replaced all of the simulators in it, the yes. uh, nursing simulation lab wow. and so that's uh, that was a big step for right. us and that's
1: going to play a big role also we are also partnering with phoebe with uh-huh. their sim center also yeah. um of course i still love our sim center um yeah. and their sim center is gorgeous too yeah, it's very nice um that our sim center we can run multi-patient and i invite anybody to come out sometime and watch me and our students when we're doing practicum simulation when they're managing about four patients and they're like i can't believe i'm fixing to graduate and i'm having difficulty (laughs) with two or three patients so it gives uh, them a real world it's (laughs) an amazing
0: when you go up there i mean it really does look like a hospital Mm -hmm. you know the you have to get used to the uh, I call them mannequins. I don't know what you guys call mannequins. them, simulators, but uh, you know they're pretty amazing. They and, are. Uh, some of the some of the stuff. I always get a kick out of going over there. Uh, I I always get a little freaky in the room that's just the arms. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: <laughs> just when they're learning how to start their IVs. Yeah, yes, I know. I gotcha. But it's a whole uh-huh. room
0: full of just yes arms by themselves. So it just always kind of gets me. <laughs> uh, but I I've. Maintained for years that the best fundraising we could do for the nursing program is to send out a a, a card or a note from one of the mannequins mm-hmm. that says something <laughs> to the effect it. that uh, I died 36 times this year so that you didn't have to. Right. And, and uh-huh. uh, send us a donation so I can die more often um, <laughs> because, you know, you guys put them through. The test. I mean, you, you, you I think, intentionally sometimes try to make it hard.
1: We do. Uh, now, sometimes the, you know, technology, I'm like, the patient really didn't die. The <laughs> internet went out or something happened. And that usually is what, that will happen sometimes. And they'll start doing their chest compressions. And I'm like, well, actually, you did great. It's <laughs> just the internet went down. But we enjoyed seeing your CPR skills, you know. So <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's, it's amazing. Well, it never hurts to scare them a little
0: bit. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, let's I'm going to we're going to move on because we do have other things we want to talk about with you today. We're excited about that program. Um, If anybody's following the uh, legislative process this year, you uh, should have seen yesterday that the Senate, state Senate, passed the amended budget out of the Senate with the $5,000 per state employee raise. So another step toward uh, that becoming a reality. The, uh, the bill now, because the Senate put some items in, the bill goes to a conference committee. The House and the Senate will get together and uh, iron out all of those final details. And the amended budget uh, has to be approved uh, before, the, before the legislature can move on to the big budget for next year. So we know that the pace will be pretty quick. They, they have work to do. And so we expect certainly in the next uh, week that this'll get finalized and uh, very excited uh, about that opportunity. I'm looking forward to a $5,000 raise. I don't know about you, but uh, it's It's been uh, a while. It it has been a while and it'll be very nice. And, And as we've talked about a portion, you know, if, if the bill passes, it actually, the amended is in this fiscal year, so. The five thousand dollars will be for this year, wow. which means uh, they'll start. We should start seeing it on probably our. I mean, the April paycheck would be pretty aggressive, so maybe the May and June paycheck. Uh, but any any money, any of the five thousand, it, it'll be retroactive. So you'll get what would normally be a the raise on your, and the, but you'll get the rest of the money is in a lump sum nice. payment. So I think for, you know, the way I look at it, we're going to get a nice little bump on our salary and we'll get a little bit of what well, a bonus. It'll, it'll feel like a bonus. Cause we'll get a check for several thousand dollars. And, uh, and then next year it'll just be part of your salary and, and it'll be a $5,000 increase spread out over your contract, whether that's eight, 10, 12 months. And so, uh, this time will be a nice little. Yes, nice little check really. that uh, maybe people can use for vacation or
1: mine will probably go to tuition to ta- <laughs> for a kid that wants to start his master so i've already got plans hey, for that i
0: love this <laughs> no. this is great so uh so that's happening we're, we're certainly excited there's a couple other things in the amended budget that i'm really excited about that uh, we'll be able to talk about as soon as they get that uh, passed and of course we still have our a library renovation project, uh, it was passed from the, uh, the Board of Regents. They approved it, and it's in the legislature. The governor did not fund it, but uh, typically the, the Senate and the House have the opportunity to put projects in. Uh, the governor does provide a pool of money to fund projects that those groups uh, believe are important. We're working with our uh, Senator Sims and uh, Representative Chokas to get that library in and approved. And so we're very hopeful and, and looking forward to that project getting done as well. So a lot of work left to do in the legislative session. And uh, we're, we're working towards that. Uh, earlier this week, we had our budget hearing on uh, Tuesday. It was uh, really an interesting uh, day for us. We had a, a good conversation with the system around the needs of the University and the challenges that we're facing uh, the our enrollment concerns looking forward are are very similar to enrollment concerns across the system the system as a whole is down uh, somewhere between 12 and 15 percent on applications mm-hmm. so uh, the system knows that this is this fall is not looking very good and uh, we are challenged or so, 45% of the applications we have, don't have an ACT or SAT score with them. And so they're asking us questions now about how that will impact us. And I really think we're going to see in the next couple of weeks, the system will announce that the ACT and SAT uh, will not be required. Uh, And we're going to go to a grade point average uh, enrollment uh, acceptance, which we've done for the last two years. and they're trying to decide where that number should be. And I think there'll be differential numbers for the different sectors in the system, um, which hopefully will drive, we haven't had that. So Kennesaw could take students from us, even though they, you know, so what we hope happens is some students won't be eligible to go to Kennesaw or Southern or Georgia or Georgia Tech, and they'll fall into our category uh, that has been missing the last couple of years, and we've really been fighting, competing uh, with our fellow institutions. And so uh, we hope that that tiered system comes back into play. But I really think that's going to happen in the next couple of weeks uh, as the system realizes we have we have a real challenge ahead of us. Uh, so we had a good budget hearing, good discussion about the university. I'm excited about uh, what they talked to us about and things that uh, we we looked at that we can do and i think they are going to uh, we're going to have a good budget year this year we we had good enrollment growth two years ago so that yes. generally means you can gonna have a pretty good budget year and uh and i think because some of the other schools have not had very good growth over the last couple of years i think they're it's my opinion but i think they're looking at at helping us a little bit more so we're very excited about that um this week was also uh, really interesting for me. Uh, after the budget hearing, we came home and uh, went to the uh, concert. Uh, Julie Megginson had the Verona quartet here for, um, and not very many people go to these concerts on campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, this particular quartet was stunning, just fantastic. Um, and they played. They played the longest piece of music I've ever uh, seen anybody uh-huh. play. And it was, I don't know, it was like eight movements, but they didn't stop. Usually they stop and rest between some of the movements. They didn't stop. They just went the whole, they just went straight through. And uh, I think everybody that saw it was tired for Before them because <laughs> they, I mean, whew, they were working hard, uh, it, but they were incredible uh, artists. So that was a lot of fun. On Tuesday night, I know there was a baseball game Tuesday night as well. And then uh, Wednesday night, we had the women's basketball game on campus, which was very exciting. Uh, first time our women's basketball team has ever hosted a conference uh, playoff game. So that was uh, that was good in, in the NCAA. Right. Uh, and, and so we're now waiting to see uh, if they get into the regional NCAA regional uh, NCAA tournament. And uh, we're certainly expecting that will be the case. They were third in the region this week, and they take the top eight. So even though they lost in the playoffs, we, it, we, there's no way they're going to yeah. drop. Where from would three that to nine. Where, where probably where would be? Probably be at North Georgia, Georgia. Probably be in Delonica. North Georgia is the number one team in the region, and the number one team usually gets to host. And uh, they won their first round game, so they're going to play in the conference. They probably, you know. Who knows where they're going to fit, but they generally will finish in the finals. And so they're probably won't drop uh, out of one. Um, So we we anticipate going to Dahlonega. And then uh, last night I went to an etiquette dinner with the President Carter Leadership Program. And I know that many of you don't believe this, but I was actually there to teach some etiquette. (laughs) So you can, so that tells you where we started and where we ended uh, because my etiquette skills are limited, but uh, I did give them some advice and uh, hopefully they'll have some more etiquette dinners along the way to go to the next level. But uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, It's always great fun to talk with the students and and to have these kind of interactions Mm -hmm. around uh, experiences that they'll have and, and to be able to share some of your experiences. And so that was a lot of fun. And then tonight and tomorrow we've got the Zeta Ta Alpha, Fiftieth reunion oh, wow. going on here in town, so we've got a sorority, and I'll have a chance to visit with them tomorrow night at their dinner. So a lot of fun this week. It's been a, a, a lot of fun uh, and and a lot of variety. You know, yes. the the that's one of the things I enjoy about uh, what I get to do is from day to day to day. Uh, the variety is really amazing. One night you're at a concert, one night you're at a basketball game, and and then uh, having dinner trying to not put your elbows on the table so you know it's really uh it was a lot of fun uh now speaking of athletics you are the uh one of your other duties as assigned is as the faculty athletic representative so tell us what what does that role entail and what are you know how do you uh what, what are you called upon i guess to do as the faculty athletic representative
1: so, fortunately, Signy helps me a lot, and um, I'm mainly, what spend my time is when student athletes may be having a little bit of difficulty, maybe communicating with their professor. I've only had to do that a couple of times, reach out to professors um, on behalf of the students. Of course, the student athletes know they are supposed to talk with them first, Um, I also have to look at um, scholar athletes, GPAs, um, make sure those are calculated correctly for awards. Any, not many, sometimes we might have a little bit of violation that I have to sign off on. Um, But it's really hadn't, they do, Signe and um, Mike Leader and the department does so much that. Pretty much they do it and say, hey, we need you to look at this. And I get to do the secondary and just verify things. Yeah. Um, and I pretty much have an open door policy. And that's what I tell Signy Whenever you need me, all you have to do is text and I will meet you. Or if I'm in class, you know, students are always willing to take a two minute break for me to look over <laughs> something and sign. But um, fortunately, uh, like I said, faculty have do pretty well. Students um, and faculty, in in general, our athletes have a really good GPA. They do.
0: do. So
1: uh, they do well. It's uh, it's amazing to see, you know, their discipline, their time management that they have to um, do. So sometimes I did meet with a student, the last student I met, probably for about an hour and a half in my office, just... You know, just some frustrations with some things going on, but I think we got it all worked out.
0: Yeah. That's so. good. Now, and, and you know, I mean, you, like I said, you, your son is uh, on the yes. baseball team, and uh, you know that the bus rides are long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The uh, in baseball, my goodness, those days at, what, are forever.
1: Three o'clock in the morning, I think last weekend. Yeah,
0: and yes. they, you know, they leave on Thursday.
1: Or Friday, Friday morning, morning
0: and uh, play or, all weekend long mm-hmm. and then they have midweek games so they might leave on a Tuesday afternoon and right. go somewhere and play and uh, and that does lead to missed class time right it leads to uh, their ability to take a test or to right. uh, you know do certain things and so like you said they, they should manage that but it doesn't always doesn't work always out work
1: that out that way. way and sometimes we just have to I have to talk with them. Sometimes they just have to be very organized and I can speak now because since I have a child that plays, you know, he's, tell, he's got something to do every, seems like every Friday, Saturday, Sunday when he's playing. So I'm like, you've got to get your stuff done. And I'm not trying to tell you what to do, <laughs> but get it done before you, before, you before you go. And so he had a really rough last week, you yeah. know, with things too, but he, you know I assume he got it done
0: <laughs> you, haven't been Hope he did it,
1: you know so but yeah. I said try to, you know and they take their computers you will see a lot of your athletes um in the hotel with their computers working on it so yeah.
0: and that's um, kind of a new uh, I say new relatively new I mean when I was in college and and playing we didn't we didn't have assignments due on the internet Mm, Right. Right? You know, and so even some of our in-person classes, the test is done online or, and so the idea that, you know, you take your computer with you and (laughs) after the game, you're in the hotel doing an assignment, uh, that never, that was never a part of my experience. Right. And so it's really interesting to see how the players balance, uh, you know, the, you go from adrenaline of playing a game. To 30 minutes later you're sitting in a, right. in a hotel to, uh you know probably the breakfast area you know trying to take a test right and remember or, you know things you were thinking about
1: mm-hmm. it's in class it's a, so. it is amazing seeing the time management um and you talk about my son playing here is he doesn't live with us he lives has a house and with another baseball player and He's up, and I don't – like last night, I did text him at like 10.15. I'm like, "How's your day? And never heard back from him. Question mark, question mark. You know moms, question mark, question mark. Are you okay? And he was like, we had – we watched a movie with the team last night. I was like, oh, you know. So, um, I I can speak, and I guess I'll speak a little bit about – he is majoring in management, And I've got to give a shout out to the business department, Dr. Chokas. He absolutely has enjoyed every faculty member that he has had Um, and has enjoyed GSW. He cannot believe he came back here. He will tell you that, (laughs) but has loved every minute of it. And um, I don't think he would trade it for the world. So I've got, I've seen a whole different light with the child that was like adamant he would not come back. And here he is. Um, and loving every minute of it yeah
0: you know that that happens a lot Mm -hmm. a lot of our local students Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh one they feel like they know gsw Mm -hmm. because it's just been a part of their life right and and they want to and we all want to get away and and, and, you know experience something else uh but so many times you hear students say i had no idea what this was going to be like Mm -hmm. uh i never see anybody i went to high school you know i mean it's like and it's like a whole new world but Convincing them of that yep. is very difficult. Right. I told so,
1: someone, um, which I shouldn't, but I did. I was <laughs> like, you know, you're wanting to go to Georgia Southern with all the people that you went to high school with. I guarantee you if you come to GSW, you're not going to know but a handful, mm-hmm. which is true. I said, and if you're major in nursing, why would you have your parents spend all this money... When you can come right here, yeah. Um, so have we have had experience. some people that will go for two years. We are seeing that they might mm-hmm. go off for two years and then come back, come back. for nursing.
0: Yeah. yeah. So well, yeah, you guys no. have a great program, so. and uh, and there's jobs waiting, right? Um, so, but you yes. know, you made a comment just a few minutes ago about um, the the folks over in in business, mm-hmm. and and your son having a great experience. Mm-hmm. And you've been here since 2013, 13. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, I find it, I I always think it's interesting, right? You've been in nursing Mm -hmm. and you guys have a great program. Mm -hmm. And I know you could talk about how great that program is. Right. And the College of Business has a great program, but now you're seeing it in a whole different I am.
1: And 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 again, he wants to, he's going to apply to get his master's. Has another year of eligibility, yeah. so he's like, "Why not spend as much as my mom and dad's money as I can, <laughs> live off, you know, yeah. them?" I'm sure his yeah. um, girlfriend of years and years is like, "I'm ready to get married." Yeah. But yeah, of course. Anyway. Well, you know,
0: I just think it's it's one of those lessons I, I hope that we can learn and talk about is we have great programs all across the campus, and the nursing faculty need to know and need mm-hmm. to talk about how great the mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. faculty and the computer science faculty and the history faculty and the right. English faculty how great they all are because we have a tendency to think well I our our program is great I don't really know about those right. uh, you know but we need to we need to know enough to say right. yeah they're great too yeah. and that's what builds our community support and enthusiasm for what we're doing and um, I just love it when when faculty from one department start to recognize and see the others you know and you think we're all here every day right but she, you know we stay in our own buildings mm-hmm. We're, you know you guys are you're you a, right, a long way right. apart and so um the, anytime we get those interdisciplinary relationships mm-hmm. going I think those are fantastic because right. it really opens people's minds and ideas to There are great people great faculty uh, all across the campus doing amazing things and the more we can share that with our friends,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and and their kids and their you know about hey well you don't have to be in my program there's other great right. ones that right. you can choose from too so uh, I love that that you're seeing that and I, and I know you're a great uh, advocate for GSW no matter what and um, and so that's that's fun. And I'm glad your son's here. I'm glad he's having a great experience and uh, he's a great player. He does a great job for our baseball team. He's getting lots of innings, lots of at-bats and uh, we want them to have a great conference season, which is getting ready to start. uh, today at six. And we're going to, we're going to get off to a good start and uh, have a great season. I know. And um, so uh, speaking of, of kids, uh, uh, I just wanted to, obviously the Russia, Ukraine, (laughs) Uh, situation is going on right now, and it's uh, on our minds and on everybody's uh, radar as to what's happening. Uh, really uh, fascinating, and, and for, for many, many, many reasons. But I had a phone call with my son uh, la- earlier this week, and he works for a company called Everbridge, and their job is to provide security uh, updates and information for companies that have employees all over the world. And if necessary, they provide security and extraction for employees, uh, that, of these companies. And one of the companies they work for is snap and snap has, uh, I, it was, it was a, a, a large number, 300 and something employees in Ukraine. Oh, wow. And, uh, they waited until this till last week and they, decided they were going to go get them and so they lined up uh airline uh, mm-hmm. j- you know what passenger jets and uh, cars and they you know going to get everybody uh, they had all the travel documents and they were all ready to go they were flying in on thursday to pick them up on friday and on friday morning they shut down ukrainian airspace and so they couldn't get them out with the planes and so they were scrambling i probably i don't know if i'm supposed to tell all this but they were scrambling to get vehicles and and find other ways to get them out of the country and you know so just listening to my son talk about uh now he's a lawyer and he you know works Mm -hmm. on the contracts he doesn't actually do the extraction or anything but uh you know to hear my son talking about a, a an event going on in the world that is pretty remarkable and that he's working for a company that's heavily involved and the struggle that they're having and and so uh, one i was really proud of him for the work that he does and 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 the involvement that he has in in helping these folks but then thinking about man we were 30 i think he said 13 hours short from getting these people out and then what do those people do you know they're stuck in ukraine now how do we get them out and you think about the fear and the Confusion and the, you know, just not knowing what to do, and and I, the human part of this is, is it's, it's right Yeah, and, um,
1: I've been torn up about it. Yeah, like I mean, trying to, you know, yeah, look and see what's going uh, on.
0: I just, you know, to think, I mean, I'm just trying to imagine if somebody just started bombing Atlanta. You know, buildings. I mean, they're just bombing any building. Mm. It doesn't matter if it's Who's military in it, or, right. or yeah. I mean. Just and this morning they captured a nuclear plant. I saw that. And I'm like, Oh my goodness gracious, this can't be good, right? So uh, anyway, it's been on my mind. Uh, I had, a, like I said, a very interesting conversation with my son about how people here are involved and uh, the impact it has on, well, it on impacts people. Impacts
1: everybody. In fact, mm-hmm. um, speaking of that, I have a good friend that I went to college with. She was a in a sorority with me, and she's married. He, she has a son that's married to a a girl who's Ukrainian really? and her grandparents are there. Oh my God. So, and she has a lot of family there. She and her mom and dad are not dad. Her, she and her mom and sister are here, but all their other families there. Wow. So it, we all, I mean, it's even if you're affected, you know, somebody, Isn't that crazy? um, yes.
0: And, uh, I could, you know, three weeks ago, I, I, I could have told you Ukraine was a country That's. I didn't know much about it. Mm-hmm. I'm very well versed now on, on, why Ukraine is so strategic? What you know? What their capacity is? Mm-hmm. How valuable their land is? Uh, it's a fascinating, and uh, I'm I'm obviously uh, an uneducated in things I probably should know more about, but uh, this has certainly brought to light uh, not only the human part of it, but the global right geopolitical impact Yeah, my dad's
1: navy and he used to always be amazed that i I didn't know anything (laughs) about that kind of i mean it just drove him crazy that i was like i'm not you know i don't need to know about that he's like but you need to know where you know Uh and i was like oh yes sir you know
0: but i just try to figure out america that's right that's right (laughs) well uh, anyway it's it's been it's been a fascinating week here at the university a lot of fun and uh, we're so excited about what you're doing and we appreciate your work as the faculty athletic rep we particularly appreciate you being a mom of one of our students and uh, we know you're going to build a great associate's degree program for our nursing uh, program and and uh, i can't wait to see it uh, grow and develop so uh, appreciate you spending some time with us today and i hope everybody has uh, a really great weekend and enjoys uh, this early spring weather and uh, we'll be Uh, back here with some some more what's in the cup uh, later appreciate it